Ready to pop the question? The jewelers at BlueNile.com have got sparkle down to a science with beautiful lab-grown diamonds worthy of your most brilliant moments. Their lab-grown diamonds are independently graded and guaranteed identical to natural diamonds, and they're ready to ship to your door. Go to BlueNile.com and use promo code LISTEN to get $50 off your purchase of $500 or more. That's code LISTEN at BlueNile.com for $50 off. BlueNile.com, code LISTEN. Ryan Reynolds here from Mint Mobile. With the price of just about everything going up during inflation, we thought we'd bring our prices down. So to help us, we brought in a reverse auctioneer, which is apparently a thing. Mint Mobile Unlimited Premium Wireless. How to get 30, 30, to get 30, to get 20, 20, 20, to get 20, 20, to get 15, 15, 15, 15, just 15 bucks a month? So Give it a try at mintmobile.com slash switch. $45 up front for three months plus taxes and fees. Promote for new customers for limited time. Unlimited more than 40 gigabytes per month. Slows. Full terms at mintmobile.com. The biggest breaking news stories. An outspoken opinion. The Breakfast Briefing with Julia Hartley Brewer on Talk Radio. Well, good morning, Chief. Thank you very much indeed for joining us. Uh, you may have noticed if you're watching on Talk TV, listening on Talk Radio, it's all a bit quieter. The familiar uh, studio backdrop, uh, because yes, we are back in London after the Conservative Party conference, uh, complete with bags and bags of dirty laundry and the obligatory conference cold, we are delighted to say. Um, lots to talk about. Conference uh, still um, uh, front page of an awful lot of the newspapers and what happens in future for Liz Trust. I have to say, I've never been to a party conference like it where newly appointed cabinet ministers and a brand new government just uh, went under a month uh, in the office, uh, openly talking at, at various parties and events uh, about mutiny and about how long their new boss, the Prime Minister, will last. That said... Um, gave a good speech yesterday. I don't know why everyone's being so uh, mean about it. She gave a what is quite clearly a good speech. No meat in it in terms of actual policy announcements. But my goodness, we've had quite a lot of those lately, haven't we? Uh, but uh, she certainly seemed to deliver the speech well, uh, handled protesters well, uh, ended up with a full haul of people who waited despite the rail strike yesterday, uh, meaning that an awful lot of her delegates finding it difficult to get home and leaving uh, a day early. So I would say in lots of ways, you know, ended the conference on a high certainly didn't start it on a high. Well, let's talk about all of that and what's going on in our lives. Things like mortgage rates uh, going up and the prospect of nurses going on strike. Uh, with my guest, uh, who's joining me all this morning, political commentator, Benedict Spence. Good morning to you. Good morning. Lovely to have you uh, here in the studio. Um, looking from the outside, um, which is the best way to do these <clears throat> things, I'd say, what did you make of Tory conference, uh, uh, Liz Truss's keynote speech and, and what happens going forward? Unremarkable. I mean, compared right. to the Labour conference, which had a certain confidence and a certain swagger to it, whether or not that glee, was Glee, I'd go with glee. Yeah. Um, <laughs> honestly, I don't think it really registered an awful lot. I mean, you say that she made a good speech, but I think that that's simply because, and I don't mean to just be overly harsh, the bar had been so low. That's yeah, true. Yeah, that uh, is you fair. Know, and, you know, and as you say, no policy or anything like that. Understandable, given what you know, um, a policy of recent times has done. But honestly, I think when you're getting to the stage where we're going, oh, it was an all right speech. She handled one heckler pretty well, and she didn't say anything particularly stupid. It's kind of like, well, as you say, you know, that there is a lot of you know muttering on the back benches, not even on the back benches in cabinet itself. That tells you where we're currently at. You know, the ball has been dropped so badly. The question is, of course, yeah, what, what, are, what are the alternatives a lot of people yeah. are saying? Well, um, the, the Times is bashing today on uh, Nadine Nor- Dorries, uh, the uh, former uh, culture secretary, who was actually a, a trust backer. But again, the likes of uh, 
uh, those who backed, um, I mean, Jacob Rees-Mogg, mm. obviously in Cabinet, but and Nadine Doris, who backed Liz Truss, she was seen very much as the continuity candidate in the sense of, uh, well, you, know, you had a choice between two candidates to, do, to uh, uh, take over from Boris Johnson, both of whom had been in Cabinet. Mm. Um, but um, uh, uh, Nadine, Nadine Doris, uh, is say, she's saying the Conservative Party faces a landslide defeat in the next election unless Liz Truss changes course and I think a lot of this would be over things like benefits and things like that um, but it is interesting I mean today um, uh, the, the the latest report of the Institute of Fiscal Studies uh, is showing um, you know, how much more tax we are paying um, mm. as a you know a, 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 as, as households um, more than uh, they're saying uh, households that lose more sorry, lose more from opaque and stealthy freezes over the next few years than they will gain from headline tax cuts on average according mm. to the, the uh, institute fiscal studies we've still got one of the highest tax burdens i think uh, since the world war i mean we are in a situation where perhaps a, be- a better handling of all this she may have may have done done a better job but um the question is is when you look at the polls can she turn those polls around because so much is going to be based on that sort of circular yeah. effect of confidence i don't think that she can turn it around and when i hear people saying she needs to reverse all of these things to have any chance that's what slightly sets the alarm bells ringing in my head because what the one thing that i would say about liz truss is she's put her finger on an issue which is that actually business as usual was not working and had in yeah. many ways caused the build-up of crises that we have. Anybody who wants to blame Liz Truss for lighting the touch paper, you feel free. But all of the underlying issues were there as a result of business as usual. So when I hear people go, oh, well, she needs to do X, Y, Z, otherwise they might lose the next election. Next election is currently gone, especially if she U-turns, ultimately, because then she yeah. will be even weaker than she currently this is. This is the thing. If your big shtick is, you know, I, mm. I, I'm, I'm, I'm willing to take the tough decisions and I'm going to upset a load of you, Thatcher style, but yeah. hey, we'll all reap the benefits in the long run <clears> because I'm I'm not going to be a sort of, oh, like me, like me politician. I see, I find that very appealing. Yeah. I would love, you know, Prime Minister saying, right, we're all going to spend billions building power stations. I don't care what the Guardian think. That's mm. what we're going to do. Uh, and we're going to, you know, do all these different projects. I, w- I would love that. Yeah. Uh, and yeah, taxes, even if someone said taxes are going to go up, this is what we're going to get for them. Mm. Um, I, I would, I, I I, I would vote for that. Um, but what you can't do is say, I'm going to be really tough on everything and then backtrack on everything because then everyone thinks you're nasty. You've got the old nasty party thing, uh, mm. you know, tax cut for the rich, but not for, and then not up, upping benefits uh, along with uh, inflation instead of just uh, wage inflation. Th- then you end up with the best, the, sorry, the worst of worlds, both worlds, because you're you're nasty uh, as perceived by many, mm. um, whether, you know, whether that is true or not, but you're also weak. Yes, I think that that's been pointed out is that, you know, ultimately she has to avoid that and that people may as unpopular as it is they may respect strength and yeah. perseverance more than they will uh, respect yeah, u-turns which exactly. people don't and, like and again there are lots of things like like the benefits there are an awful lot of people again who are on lower incomes remember the benefits cap and mm. labor labor suddenly sort of being quiet about the benefits cap when they realize that actually most labor voters support the benefits cap often because labor voters will often tend to be people on lower mm. incomes um uh, who are living next door to someone who is living on benefits and not getting up for work in the morning and who's got more money coming in than mm. they have um so they, you know, a bit of a reality check there um, can we just talk about the most absurd bit of coverage of uh, liz truss's speech uh, she wore um i have to say i'm not i'm not I'm not a fan of the dress she wore, but some sort of brownie, ready sort of uh, non-colour uh, dress, but the typical style with this, you know, this, this uh, with a belt. Um, but um, from a headline in the Guardian newspaper: Why did Liz Truss wear the same outfit as a fictional fascist? 
Why? That's, a, that's not a made-up headline. Basically, the red dress worn by the PM again, A, wasn't red, uh, B, uh, at the Tory conference, was surprisingly similar to Emma Thompson's in the TV series Years and Years, in which she plays a fascist dictator. Different. OK, it does appear to be the same dress, but it's certainly a different colour. Um, um, but she's worn this dress before. I mean, is this a serious... Who has the time to yeah. remember this show and what Emma Thompson wore in a scene or two? Honestly. She it, wore a dress. Yeah. Like, uh, how dare Benedict Spence wear a single-breasted jacket as as well-known fascists did once upon a time but in the 40s. that's the thing. You, that's, know, you, know, it's... you know who also used to wear polar necks? Oh, know, oh absolutely. Yeah. I mean, you it's... know, it's, it's... Oh, well, actually. But, <laughs> that's, but that is the weird territory that we're in. It's odd. But, 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 but I suppose The Guardian needs something, I suppose, because Liz Truss gave them very little in there terms of the speech to And we have the two protesters from Greenpeace. I mean, usual mm. suspects. You just looked at them. I put it this way. Here's my thing. I looked at those two women holding up their sign, and I thought, again, who voted for this? It's like, well, I mean, well, no one voted for Greenpeace. Well, I'll that... tell you that for starters. But my, my first thought was, I know exactly what your coffee order is in Starbucks. <laughs> I know, and it definitely involves almond milk, soy or something. It's just, oh, I just knew exactly who those women were and I do not want to spend time with them. I thought that the banner was actually very unfortunate because the way it was set out, it said, who voted for this? Greenpeace. Greenpeace, I thought, well, thanks so much, guys. You know, (laughs) it's good to see you here in support of the person you voted for. I mean, while we talk about this stuff, and there is an element with party conferences, I mean, let's be honest, and I say this as someone who is forced contractually to go to them. Don't don't ever, I will never do the whole, oh, aren't we lucky to be here? I will never lie to you. (laughs) you Look, we we had a good time. I have to say what I particularly enjoyed during conference so it was um was my team very very lovingly i felt yes i'm looking at you ricky uh, launching into a very loud rendition in a restaurant full of i think most of the cabinet um <laughs> launching into a loud rendition of happy birthday to you uh, uh, on i think was it monday night um, it wasn't my birthday i particularly like the fact that the vinyl verse was happy 60th birthday julia <laughs> There are going to be there are, there are going to be there are going to be complaints to HR by the end of the week. I'm not going to lie, uh, but um, but no. But I mean, conference is grim in, in 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 its own way. It's it's fun. There's a lot of booze, lots of late night parties, but it is also fairly a grim experience. Everyone gets the conference cold, and, and it's also totally and utterly um, just self obsessed. And mm. and everyone there thinks that everything happening there is 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 talk of the most people couldn't care less. No. And uh, ultimately, a lot of it, uh, what really amused me actually was the storm in the teacup about the poor Tory uh, youth person who said something rude about the city of Birmingham. And this mm. was a story on the BBC. And it really was one of those things where he's out there going, honestly, got, who cares? He got his party membership suspended for saying Birmingham what, is a lucky, dump. Lucky boy, frankly, I think, all things considered. Um, <laughs> I, think they've, I think they've done him a service. But honestly, actually, you know, I mean, it's a great British pastime being rude about places you're not from. Yeah, that's kind this of, is I, true. I, I mean, I, I'm fr- half of me is from Norfolk and the other half of my family is from Liverpool. There is nothing you can say to me. I'm I, bulletproof. I, I'm actually born in Birmingham, but also, I mean, I, <laughs> I live in, there was a lot of attacks on North Londoners. I, mean, I live in North London and I despise North London. <laughs> <laughs> I was going to say, right. you're from Birmingham, you couldn't wait to get away. <laughs> <laughs> but that's just, I like my own bed. Yeah. I'm very old-fashioned <laughs> like that. The Breakfast Briefing with Julia Hartley Brewer on Talk Radio. Thanks for listening to the Julia Hartley Brewer Daily. If you liked what you heard, please subscribe and give me a good review. And don't forget to catch me on the Talk Radio Breakfast Show every weekday from 6.30 until 10. When you make decisions for your company, you look for the no-brainers. And if you have a lot of mailing to do, Stamps.com is the ultimate no-brainer. It streamlines your processes to make your business more efficient, which makes you less busy. Mail checks, invoices, legal documents, and everything you need to keep your business running with Stamps.com. 
seamlessly connect with every major marketplace and shopping cart. Schedule package pickups and see your cheapest and fastest shipping options from different carriers. With rates up to 89% off USPS and UPS rates. And with the Stamps.com mobile app, you can take care of mailing and shipping wherever you are. Make the same no-brainer decision as over 1 million other businesses with Stamps.com. Sign up with code PROGRAM for a 4-week trial, plus free postage and a free digital scale. No long-term commitments or contracts. That's stamps.com. Code program.